Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminal Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminal Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV, holiday week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And our thanks to Birch Orthodontics, best in the business, right? Dr. Birch and her crew. Making it possible for you to uh, kind of eat with reckless abandon. Mm. Teeth you can are, gnaw on the bone. Yeah, get after that turkey. However you want, buddy. Your teeth are okay if you're at Birch Orthodontics. And uh, Somebody's going to call Dr. Birch on Friday morning for an emergency appointment because they gnawed on the bone <laughs> of their turkey like the Seminole Headlines guys told him they could. Or if they ate raw sausage, like course yeah. of the day. Oh, they then can't they're calling get out doctors everywhere. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not calling Dr. Birch for that. <laughs> no, Dr. Uh, Birch can fix a lot of things. I'm not sure she can fix botulism or whatever. No, that's, <laughs> a, tough, that's, a, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. Dr. Birch, Birch Orthodontics, you see the number on your screen, or they can go where? Out of the website? Yeah, the website, birchorthodontics.com, B-U-R-C-H, orthodontics.com. And again, I mean, we're not telling you to sign up just on what we say, but go on, set up the free consultation, go down and sit with Dr. Birch, her staff, let them uh, consult and look at, at your, uh, you, probably your child's uh, mangled teeth. We're going to assume they're mangled because- Alien-like. Most 10-year-olds have pretty Wrong mangled direction. teeth. Yeah. And uh, they'll take care of you and do a great job and tell them that we sent you and uh, talk a little Florida State sports because they love the Knowles down there also. And the first set of braces is free, right, for a family, Ira? Isn't that if you tell them that Seminole Headlines sent you? Yeah, not, that, not true. That's not oh, true. Well, two yeah. two of the first four kids in your family, you don't right, are free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a bogo. It's essentially yes. a bogo. Put them on Corey's tab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Burke writes: Do you think the second, uh, excuse me, two and a half quarters versus Louisville last year gave Tate the confidence needed to perform consistently at QB one level, or are you guys nervous about his mentality about his mentality going into these next? Four games is what he says. There you go. Yeah, f- four games. Yeah, four games. That's right. Four games. I would. Uh, I think yes. I do think the Louisville. The what he did in Louisville, man. You can't. You can't overstate how important that is for somebody's psyche because back then, remember, we talked him up all August, all August, kind of starting in the spring, and then the spring game he throws a pick on that two point conversion play to start the spring practice, which it was, was also just, poorly just handled so by Michael Bellin's staff yes, wanting two point conversions to start the spring game. <laughs> and everybody and thinks win with the team knows what's coming, but yeah. anyhow. And then, uh, and then we <laughs> talked him up in the in August, and then in the Duquesne game, I feel like he did something 
he threw a pick or didn't look it good. Just or, didn't, yeah, it didn't look very good. Didn't look like himself. And then he goes into Louisville and throws the worst interception of the season by any ACC quarterback, probably. And you're like, okay, well, this kid just can't do it under the lights. Yeah. The talent is there. He can't do it under the lights. And then he proved to everyone, including himself, is one half that he could that he could do it. And I don't want to, I don't want to like dismiss what he did Saturday night. Like that yeah. was a weird, weird, awful time to go into a football game. And they were down by two scores. I know it was to a terrible team, but they were down by two scores, and the place was a funeral. And then he did what he did and helped them run off 58 straight points. I think that was an that was an experience that should embolden him too. Yeah, I think he. I mean, I, I also think this will be the first time in his college career. Really, I mean, the only other time was Jacksonville State, but he had been here like two months. And yeah. so, I mean, that was that was that was situation also was ridiculous. Also, you know, the they, worst interception I've ever seen. But, you're but oh, that was, was also, a bad one too. Yeah, and also a terrible play call. I hated yeah. everything about that whole yeah. situation. Third long, just get, from, get, make a play. Backed Tate. up at your goal line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, air it out, Tate. Guys, anyway. remember we're talking about the 2020 Jacksonville State. Yeah, that was a long not time. The ago. one that came yeah. the following year. Yeah. But um, but no, so he's going to have an actual week with like a game plan that he's helped have a say in. So yeah. that's going to be a big deal for him as well. And yeah, man, I think, man, I think he is going to be confident because I thought he played confident in that game. To Corey's point about the North Alabama game, when you go back and watch those throws, the way he stepped into the throws, the way he sat in the pocket, stepped up in the pocket. I mean, if you didn't know the situation and you just watched him play in the second half again, man, I thought it was super impressive. So here's the thing. We all know, because we were talking him up, as Corey alluded to, there are days he's the best player at practice. There are days, well, at quarterback. Now, they're not consistent, and it's not every day. In fact, it's pretty rare, because usually Jordan Travis is the best quarterback at practice. But there are days Tate is, and he makes certain throws where you go, holy moly. It's just that he hasn't always done it in a game. And if he is going to be the guy that took over the other night against North Alabama and played with great confidence, or he's going to be the guy that shook off the interception against Louisville on the road in a game yeah. in which you're trailing and then led them to a victory, making a couple of really insane throws, rolling to his right across his body downfield to Johnny Wilson on a big throw. He made some great throws in his career. If he's that guy from the jump in this game, you're going to be excited about Florida State's offense because there will be more verticality to it. He does have that ability, and he can challenge an entire field of a defense. So I, you can get excited about it. It doesn't – again, it's not a knock on Jordan. It's a compliment to, to Tate. We'll see if he is. I suspect he's going to play pretty well if he can survive the first seven to ten minutes of that game. Yeah. If he gets out of that without making any crazy mistakes or anything like that, or if the line doesn't protect him and he gets hit hard twice early or something where your head starts spinning, if he can survive that early, I think he'll make throws, he'll make plays. He's got plenty of guys to throw to. They just got to keep him upright. And they have a great screen game. They always have, and that really helps a quarterback trying to get his footing. Uh, Bruce writes, if we go, uh, or Nate writes, if we go 13-0, and do we get keg stands from Corey and Jeff again and maybe Don Julio from Ira simultaneously? Well, I didn't do a keg stand last year. Um, I'll do a I'll do a shot of T, uh, Tito's, though. How about Ooh. that? That's exciting. Okay. I'll do I, another keg stand. I liked it. If uh, I'm breaking out the funnel again, I need a I need a do over. I need a take two. Mm. I need yeah. a I need a mulligan. 
on my uh, funneling debacle last to you, year. Ira, it had been years. You're a grown-up. You're not yeah, exactly yeah, funneling every Saturday. Well, I mean, how would you have been? You know, it had been a minute. But, yeah, I, I need some redemption. So. It wasn't I'm, your best I'm, effort, but it had been a long time. And Jeff, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, if Florida State wins on Saturday, I get I have to sing Seminole Wind during the war chant rap to Ira. I'm going to sing it to Ira. A whole Florida song? The whole no, song? no, I got to learn a verse. I think I'm going to do a verse. You only the know song. the chorus. I thought, and I only know the first part of the chorus. He, he doesn't even know the words to the. I chorus. know "Blow Like You're Never Gonna Blow Again." I mean, I've got hey, that hey, sign hey, in my hey. bedroom. You've known that. that. You've known that forever. I, I mean, that's how I live my life. Uh, <laughs> But but after that, I don't even know what comes after that. So I've got to learn the words. So many people are appreciative. That's the way you would, you live your life. <laughs> Dance like nobody's watching. Oh, and blow like you're never gonna blow again. Infernal writes, uh, "Aloha, gents. Time for the big picture questions that matter. Why does the band only seem to play the war chant on second and fourth downs on defense?" I've noticed this trend on the TV feed the last couple of weeks. That's a good question. I think it's because they want you to be loud on third down. And they do get loud and they they pump, they they do the music and they have the sign going. And, you know, I love the war chant. It's awesome. Grew up with it. It's not as loud as 70,000 people screaming at the top of their lungs. Right. So on third down, I think you want people to get loud. You know, it's third down. No, no you, you don't have to do that. Bong. What? What? Bong. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this. The war chant is an unbiased observer. When I came here and covered a, a Florida State games before I covered Florida State full time, the power of the war chant to me is it's like a, just body blows. It's it's like Rocky Top at Tennessee. Yeah. Just it's over just, time. Man, yeah. just stop. Just yeah. stop. Over it's time. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's not a one moment thing. Like you said, like fourth down. Yeah. It's not as powerful as just screaming. But yeah, man, it's just it's just when you get it going and it doesn't stop. And that like, that to me is a feel like I maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like we don't get that as much as we used to, where it was just, man, incessant. When I um, went to Neyland to see a game with Tennessee, I it was troublesome. Oh, it's I, unbelievable. Dude, they don't I, stop. It's a two yard run setting up second and eight. Every first down. What are you doing? They do it for like every first down. Yeah, it kind of, the war chant is it's haunting and it's relentless. You want it to be kind of relentless. And you're right, I don't, I mean, we haven't sat in the stands like Jeff has, but it's hard to mix in the war chant when you got to play Who Let the Dogs Out. For seven seconds after a two down, a uh, two yard run, Follow I like this Pearl James Jer- Jeremy. <laughs> I, and... I like uh, I like this next question quite a bit because I I agree with this here right off the bat. We'll see what you if you boys do. Ward to Dunn writes replace Marcus Outson with Tate Rodemaker. Does the ninety eight team beat Tennessee? You're god. Oh dog, my right god! Like beat. a drum. Like yeah. a drum. That game. I'm not even kidding. That game's not close. That game ended up being a seven-point game, and we had the worst quarterback in Florida State history. What if you replace? Well, come on now, don't be, don't, don't, don't besmirch oh, no, like go, that. He beat the Gators, it, buddy. I'm not. No, I'm not rescinding he, that. He beat the Gators. I know. I know. Get Peter Work had something it, to do with it. it. But Marcus Houston was the quarterback. He had some scrambles. Uh, but yeah, I would say Tate Rodemaker is better than better than Marcus Houston. I got a quick uh, story. I was going to tell you this, guys, after it happened, but I didn't. I was flying back the last time I flew. Uh, flying back from Pittsburgh. I was in a layover or flying to Pittsburgh. I was in a layover in Charlotte in a little restaurant bar during my layover. 
And there's a guy that comes in, he's really loud, and he's telling everybody he's going to Tennessee that weekend for the 25th reunion of the national championship team. Oh, he's boy. a decent-sized guy. And so somebody yeah. asked him, did you play? And he's like, no, I was a cheerleader. And so then he t- he literally – his life has never been as good as it was when he was a cheerleader from that 1988 Tennessee national championship team. He told at least four different people in that bar about, I mean, one person would leave, like they'd had enough and they'd leave and somebody else. Oh, he was done. He wasn't done. And it, and it was, and it was just, Oh, and we had T Martin and we did yeah. this. And I want to say, yeah, man, you're also playing against Marcus Outson. Thank like, you. You should have said it. I would have said it. There would have been a fight in that freaking bar. They would <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, um, he never brought up old Marcus Houtson. Yeah, he didn't bring that up conveniently. By the way, the rest of Ward the Dunn's question here was good too. He said, "Hey man, this FSU team, eleven and zero for the sixth time in school history from five and seven two years ago. Yeah, this is really remarkable. Love the show, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Ward Dunn. Well we agree. We agree. This has been a lot of fun to cover and to document." B-Rad writes, thanks, Dr. Birch. We know Mike will devise a game plan on offense for Tate. We will see the D have a different plan at the start of the game, i.e. pressure uh, this new starter rather than wait on making the halftime adjustments. We'll see, even though that needs to happen too, right, guys? Yeah, I, I do think I'd get after this guy right off the bat. I'm stopping the run. I'm, I've got eight people standing up there. You're, you're going to have to prove to me that you can make the throws. Maybe he can. Yeah, uh, one question I have is, and we probably won't know, we may not know till Saturday, is whether or not Renardo Green's available. Um, he That's did huge. leave. He did, yeah. he did leave that game. Now, Zari has been playing great. Yes. Um, but, I, but I think a lot of us, if you're going to have two of them out there, you might rather have Zari and Renardo. Um, but, but it's, um, you know, so that's one thing. Just because Pearsall is a threat, the other receiver is yeah, a threat. Good. Yeah, so yeah. you just don't want to get too carried away. Yeah, Pearsall's been really, really good. Uh, Don writes, do you believe we may ever see us spread out the line and players on short and go versus crowding the box with 18 to 20 guys standing a foot away from us? <laughs> he wants us to spread people out on short yardage situations. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would, I would do that too. It's not, they're, they're terrible in short yardage. They have no. been, yeah. um, I, and apparently I forgot all about that play on Tate's first drive. They got down to it. They had a second and goal at the one. And he ends up getting sacked for a five yard loss because he, I guess, he turned, the wrong, he turned the wrong way. No, if you, yeah, I went back and watched it, and yeah, he definitely did. He got to clean some things up. Yeah, he had two, he had at least two plays where he either went the wrong way or um, had a miscommunication about what the play was. So, yeah. but I don't know if it's all. I assume. Well, he did say it's. I couldn't tell for sure if it was the back or tape, but yeah, he said it was the quarterback turned the wrong way because he bumped into him, and then he could have still run in for the touchdown, and then right. back backed out and got sacked and it was pretty gross uh r.a andrews writes gentlemen have a blessed thanksgiving jt actually reminds me of danny mcmanus overcoming a lot to become an all-time great and lead the start of a new era and no more playing teams from alabama from here on out <laughs> yeah amen amen um, they didn't they were not uh they were not a fan of that coach it would by the way that coach can go to hell yeah yes, that was he crazy can. Yeah. you know it turns crazy. out he I didn't realize this till after when I looked up his, re- you know, just trying to find out who who this jack off is when I went after the game. <laughs> what were and, you gonna say that wagon? you paused? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I went back and uh, read his bio. He was an analyst on the thirteen Auburn team that mm. uh, lost to the Knowles in the national. He's Champions bitter. He so might call that timeout and get a field goal in here, boys. He's also used to walk off uh, field goal returns. 
Man, he's lived that life. That happens to him once a decade. Uh, yeah, that was to call it a timeout. Like Papuchas, talking to him Monday, the special teams coordinator was uh, still mad about it. He yeah. he was seething, and he's like, it got. He even said it got under my skin. And he goes, when you decide to kick a field goal at that moment, you get what you get. Basically, like you got exactly what you deserved, which is absolutely 100% true. It was crazy. I thought maybe throw it a fade. That's fine. You're trying to get a kid a touchdown and doke. That's yeah. cool. That happens. Not that nonsense. Coming out for a field goal. Calling timeout, coming out for a field goal. When it was blocked, I said earlier today, I was watching our guys run down there, and I was hoping that they would turn and headhunt. <laughs> I wanted him to, oh, dude, I wanted to take people out with that yeah. nonsense. I don't well, even, Ira yeah. cheered. Ira openly cheered in the press box. <laughs> yeah, the Jeff, you missed it. I've heard him. <laughs> you missed he it, literally Jeff. did. He A moment been, of unprofessionalism from yes. Ira. First time in my life. I When it got blocked, I started clapping. <laughs> and then when Quindarius picked up and ran it back, I You're literally like, started yelling. Yeah. I was like, go. Go, you're not slow down. No, Quindarius. I know it's like Jordan was, Travis in his hospital bed. Go, <laughs> go. I, I was because it wasn't just that decision. It was the whole game. The guy bitched and moaned every call, every call yeah. that didn't go his way. Every he was constantly screaming at everybody. I mean, man, that you could also is. tell in a weird way. Norvell wasn't exactly fired up that every trick play the offense had they ran it's like man can't you just come here and take you already knocked out our quarterback can't you just take the check and get out of here and he did so he got a he got a ass whooping time to talk shopify a couple years ago i wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world that's you guys but i had no idea where to get started now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy all because we use shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. Seminole Headlines, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. All right, next headliner question. Thoughts on Corey having the ability to ask Mike program-defining questions. He may have done it yet again today. Yeah, I told Ira I felt like I was dancing with him when I asked him about uh, – I basically said, like, do you use this as a rallying cry that nobody believes in this program? Nobody believes in this particular team anymore. And it really is kind of them against everybody else, unlike the slappy school in Ann Arbor, obviously a very good school, Michigan. But what's going on there is absolute, utter nonsense. You were not persecuted. You right. earned the persecution. Yeah. Um, but but that nobody believes him anymore. And his answer to that, I thought, was really good. It was another. Uh, it was really. Uh, it was another Norvell Jim. 
And again, probably a minute and a half answer, Ira, would you say that last question? No clue. You're not even listening. And it was, if he's not asking the question, he's off. And it was unbroken contact, eye contact between me and Norvell for a minute and a half. Was he trying to read that as a... Well, the thing about Corey is he hasn't realized that that's how Norvell answers every question. He stares at the person he's yeah. talking to. No, but, but it's, the, it's, it's the, only when he asks the question. It's but just, the, the, the 90 seconds or the three minutes, that's what gets a little it uncomfortable. It wasn't it's three like, minutes. No, I'm saying the Syracuse one was. The Syracuse one <laughs> Why was we st- four minutes. And then this one was about 90 seconds. And that's uh, a long time to stare at someone. Do you blink and look the other way or do you, you lock it in? No, I, I start licking my lips. I bet he likes that. <laughs> I know Ira doesn't. Hmm. It gets uncomfortable for all involved. Timmy writes, if you're Mike Norvell, the quarterback room, do you do the same thing like pre-22? Don't go to the portal for a quarterback and stick with Tate as your starter for next season. Well, I don't, I don't think you go to the portal for a couple of reasons. First of all, you've got Croman Hawk coming in. You've got... Brock Glenn, who I think is going to be a very good player. And then you've got Tate, who's been here for 105 years. I'm not bring- – who's the quarterback that you're bringing in that you're guaranteeing is going to appreciably change whatever record you're projecting Florida State to have next year? Florida State's not a national championship contender going into next year in all likelihood, unless they really – hit some home runs in the portal. I, I don't see that changing. I think they can be a really good team. They could be a candidate to win the ACC. They can make the college football playoff next year, but it is a bit of a transition year. Who are you bringing in at quarterback that it, you, it would be worth alienating those other guys on your roster right now? I don't, who's the quarterback. I don't it'd see have that. to be. I mean, it'd have to be somebody awesome, Jeff. We, we don't know who's going to be in the portal, but it could but, be somebody awesome. Anybody Somebody awesome or, could be in the portal. Yeah, anybody awesome that you're talking about that is that upper echelon guy right now. I who is he? Where is he? I don't yeah. is Bo Nix isn't transferring here. He's already done it. I mean, the, the guys you're well, talking, Caleb Williams is going to the NFL. I mean, who's who's coming? Name him. One guy out there that uh, you know, I think is is a possibility. If Mike Elko if Mike Elko leaves Duke, you is Riley Leonard Riley Leonard could be a How's that? Hey, how's that taste, Jeff? You want Riley Leonard or Brock oh, Lynn? Yeah, yes, this all-world quarterback Riley Leonard, you're right. Well, I mean, I, mean, I think you get to me it's like there's two scenarios. I don't think I would not say that they're not going to be interested in a quarterback. I think that they'll that that has to be on the table yeah. is a possibility, but I think there's two scenarios you would you would consider doing it. One is if a proven starter came to you and said, I want to play in that offense. I want to play for Mike Norvell. And you're risking the fact that Tate Rodemaker would probably leave at that point. If you weren't sold on Tate Rodemaker, then I think that's one scenario because and again, we like Brock Glenn, but he is going to be a redshirt freshman. I don't know. You who, put all who, the, By the way, has missed most of this year practicing to an injury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think if you had a proven starter, like a clear cut guy, then I think you'd have to consider it. The other end of the spectrum is if it was a guy that if you still thought Tate could be the guy, maybe you get a developmental guy. Um, you know, so I, it wouldn't shock me if they took one. I just don't know if you would take one that wasn't a sure thing. Um, yeah. Know, the, I, if, I, if you wanted to keep Tate. Yeah. And my, and my point would be too, I looked ahead at next year. I mean, we don't know. You're right. We don't know everybody that's going to be in the portal but there aren't a lot of the upper echelon guys right now that are even eligible to, to come in here. Cause they've already done it once. A lot of them, a lot of the best players, you know, like Drake may is going to the NFL guys. He's not going to be like, Hey, well, I'm nobody's sitting here saying Drake may is a possibility. But, but somebody is, from a, 
I, I don't know because I don't I don't follow all the best quarterback all the quarterbacks I know are all leaving. Like I think but Miami that's my people point. they are all leaving. Like people think Miami might get the kid from Washington State because he's from down there, I believe. The Ward kid? Yeah, Cam Yeah, Ward. I wouldn't I, I don't think he's no. See, that's what I mean. The caliber of kids that I've seen on the list that would be maybe apt to to transfer are not these guys that are can't miss, that aren't these guys that are you're like, oh, that guy is a lot better. Well, I, I think the reality is, again, we we can call it what we want. If it it all depends on what Tate looks like, yeah, he's got to play well. He's, if he if Tate well. doesn't look like he's the guy over these next two weeks, I promise you the portal is going to be open because you can't just go into next season thinking, well, we'll just roll out Brock Glenn. Literally, he's thrown four passes in his career. You you want him to be the guy, mm-hmm. but again, you don't know that he's the guy because he hasn't practiced much. So you haven't gotten to see the development. So that's why I think it would be on the table if Rodemaker doesn't look good. If, he Tate, looks plays, good, if good. Tate plays terribly, I'll grant you that there's maybe a possibility that you would go look at somebody. Even then, I think the pickings are slim. There aren't a lot of guys that, that I've been able to identify so far. And I did this because I was trying to figure out if they would do it, and I wanted to make an argument against it or for it for the show. And then the more I looked, the more I was like, there aren't guys that you're just kind of like, like it was obvious for a lot of people that this guy would go transfer here and this guy would go transfer here going into last season. We knew about four or five guys where it made a lot of sense. I just don't – I don't think you have it this year. Now, th- there's always somebody that's going to be available, but nobody that leaps off the page right now. Well, I was saying on the on the flip side of it though, if Tate plays really well, yeah, then yeah, man, I don't know, I don't think you do go zero chance. You wouldn't do it then. Yeah, you'd you'd have confidence in your quarterback. Yeah, Um, yeah, I would be really surprised if 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 that happened. If Tate plays well, there'd be no reason to do it. You're right. Michael writes, it's nearly impossible to not talk about Jordan and the impact he's had on this team. He's the epitome of sportsmanship and overcoming adversity. I'm proud to be a Noel. On another note, the CW should be banned from ever entering Doe Campbell Stadium. I blame them, and may God have mercy on all their souls. Mm, nice. Sounds good. A little unreasonable. Maybe I can't, he's name, I can't name another show on the CW. Do you watch it? Dawson uh, Creek, buddy. I, I, uh, it's not yeah. on anymore. I assume it's like a lot of 90210 reruns. That's, that's the only thing I assume. Probably, yeah, that's probably good. Or Buffy. Wasn't Buffy the Vampire Slayer on CW? I thought that was USA Network. Oh, good good question. Carlos writes, I went back and watched Tate's play on Saturday. He looked really good. I forgot that he had that big of an arm. Do you think he can get us wins in the next two games? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, sure I- Corey, Corey, real quick, Corey, I brought this up on Jeff's show. I was on Jeff's show on Monday. On Monday. You were, okay, Monday. Cool. It was the Monday yeah. edition, Corey. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I'm going to say Mondays are your most popular shows. I think that's your most. I think those are the numbers. Bear that out. Yeah, probably you that know? 220 to 235 that's window in there. That's yeah, where it peaks. But um, no, one of the things that I said to Jeff was, I think if you if you didn't if you took away the whole scenario, like all the what happened, the Jordan, if you just beamed down to this planet on Saturday and looked at these two teams and you looked at this offense, these guys, Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson, Trey Benson, Jaheim Bell, all those guys and Tate Rodemaker, a quarterback, versus Florida's offense with their quarterback, and then these two defenses, I think you'd say Florida State is a prohibitive favorite in that game, I think. Yeah. What Why do, do I have think? to beam down from another planet? Well, if you didn't know the circuit, I think there's a perception that, as we mentioned earlier, there's like this huge drop-off without Jordan Travis. What I'm saying is Tate Rodemaker in 2020 with that offense was one thing. Yeah. 
Tim Rodemaker with these weapons is a completely different thing. And I'm just saying, like, I think you could you might see some of these playmakers have huge days with Tate at quarterback. And I I don't I don't see like to me, I think Florida State should be a bigger favorite than they are. I think it's like six and a half now. And yeah. I think and I know it's played at the swamp, but I mean I think I mean I just think you've got a quarterback with a big arm against with the talent he's got around him against that defense, man. I just I think I think I like Florida State a lot in this game. Yeah, I mean I don't disagree. I, again, I just think it comes down to uh, you know is he going to play a solid game and not make horrible mistakes? I don't. I mean I just don't think we've. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it but plays I, out. And I say that I'm much because... more confident in this offense against that defense than I am their offense against this defense. To me. Six and a half seems. I may have to open up my uh, Hard Rock oh, Sportsbook yeah, account. Yeah, man, get on it, buddy. Hey, so life again. I'm going to do you guys one better because I know that you don't follow it as closely as I do. You're right, Ira. The line is six and a half for Florida State. You know the early line is already out on Florida State Louisville. Mm. Okay. What, what do you think it is? At? What do you think it is, boys? It, now this obviously the books the books have the knowledge that it's going to be Tate Rodemaker. So there I you go. I would say nine. Okay, what do you got, Ira? Uh, uh, I'm at yeah, seven. It's six. Oh, so okay. it's under a touchdown. Uh, and I'm laying under a touchdown against Florida, and I'm probably laying under a touchdown against Louisville at this point. I, I, I do respect Coach Brom a lot. I thought I thought he did a great job at Purdue with what you have at Purdue. I think he's obviously done an amazing job in year one at Louisville. Yeah. Um, I mean, goodness, they were picked eighth. They're going. They're probably going to be eleven and one when they face Florida State. So they've had quite a year. So they'll be prepared and they'll play well. But that quarterback doesn't move me. I feel like Florida State's defense will get stops against Louisville's offense. Something Miami couldn't do, which was surprising to me because Miami's defense is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but they really crushed it, utilizing the tight end against Miami. I think Florida State can shut that down. So it will be fascinating. But Florida State is even with a backup quarterback. Um, you know, six and a half and six uh, point favorites respectively in these in the next two weeks, which is, I think, a testament how good Florida State's been. I was going to say because it's not the Jordan Travis show. Like he's he was great. He is a, he is the most important person in this program other than Norvell the last four years. We get it, but they they still have plenty of other dudes besides him. And I, I think that's kind of we we talk about galvanizing. I think that could be galvanizing. Let's go prove to the world that we're not just number thirteen because they they aren't. There's some. There are a lot more than that. Corey, you have any idea what Georgia's favored by over Georgia Tech? Uh, Who, by the son. way, credit to Georgia Tech. Sweet Jesus, man! That they guy's a doing a good job. They made a bowl. That's gonna be a tough game in Ireland. No, it's not. But it is, but, and I and it won't be that tough with Riley Leonard under center. But it will be if Brock Glenn's taking snaps. Uh, I, I, a friend just texted I me and know said, Corey hated Brock Glenn so bad. Always- <laughs> I don't believe in freshman quarterbacks. I Georgia minus 24. Is that right? You looked it up. Yeah. No, no. I had a friend text me. Ah, so I, I guess I technically did. I looked at my text, but yeah. What year is Georgia's quarterback? Uh, he's an underclassman. I think he's a sophomore. Redshirt sophomore. Redshirt sophomore or true yeah. sophomore? I think a redshirt sophomore. Man, so he's been around a while. Yeah, and he's uh he's better than I was hoping he'd end up being. Like Carson I like, is going to get drafted in the first two rounds of the NFL yeah, draft I, after next season, Corey. That's what kind of gave me pause about this whole championship chase. Anyway, is that it looks like Georgia's turned into what 
they've been the last two years. They look is, they look really really tough to beat. That is um, and that is tough. I so hey, here goes nothing, gang. Just get to the playoff, get to the dance, see what happens. They could get food poisoning. Uh, <laughs> Brock Bowers could opt out. He's tired of winning championships. Who oh, knows? Get man. yourself a chance. Just get yourself in there and get yourself a Just chance. Just win the next two games and move on up to the three-seed line. And, and well, that get... would be nice, too. Yeah. That, well, that would no, be I, better I, Ira, what would you rather do? Just from a whole general perspective, play Georgia in the semifinals in New Orleans or play Michigan in Pasadena? Everything uh, involved, the travel, being away from the family, um, the, the environment, the, the game, the matchup, what would you what would you prefer? I would rather play in I'd rather have a game in New Orleans. And if you look, if you're gonna lose to Georgia, to me it's not that big losing the semifinals or losing the championship <laughs> game, it's not that big of a difference. At least you're in New Orleans having fun. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be on th- like you'd be unhappy if they went to California. I'd be fine with that too. Yeah, but you would prefer the New Orleans. And also you're going to have to beat Georgia eventually. Right. Well, but hold on, hold on. Before Jordan's injury, my argument was that you want Georgia in yeah. the first round in the semifinal game. You got three weeks to prepare for it as opposed to a week. Yeah. And I would much rather do that, but that was with Jordan. So that's, that's a little bit tough. That was a little bit tough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We'll come back, wrap it up. Final headliner questions in a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Waz writes, taking a shot of Don Julio for my man Ira. And then he went, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys had to draft your own team from the FSU championship teams only, who will have the best roster between you guys? Does Jeff go with a linebacker, Marvin Jones, with his first pick? No, you'd go. We'd all go with quarterbacks. I think. Yeah, I think we would. I would go with Jameis Winston, number one. The beauty is that you could go Jameis number one, and then get Marvin with your second pick. Yeah, and then Bowler after that. Yeah, and then the, Leroy Butler. What are you trying to say, team. Corey? There've been some good players around <laughs> yeah, here. <laughs> I think so. I was thinking like Leroy Butler and Walter Jones don't even have their numbers up on the. They haven't have their their jerseys retired, and they're NFL Hall of Famers. Yeah, like that's you know that's crazy. I mean, it's and it's not crazy it hadn't happened. I'm just there's so many good players that have come through this program. I By the way, you- I wanted to ask you real quick. I mean, because I mentioned licking lips earlier. Is that would have you either one of you ever done that? Because we talked about winks before, and they're not seductive. Have you ever kind no, of? No, I've never lips? licked my lips at a girl. No. <laughs> okay, that's a I weird know, thing to a, do. Is that a thing? I've never done it either. It's not a thing. I don't think that's a thing unless you're a serial killer. (laughs) Even then, you don't give it away that easily, right? Are you a cannibal? What are you doing? Well, I'm just saying you're like you're getting your lips moist and glistening. No. All right, next question. I think now I'm going to start doing it every time we're together. Just to see if it gets you in the mood. I'm gonna I, run for the hills if I, I think ever it lessens the, the it lessens the impact though, Ira, with us with the goatees. Like Jeff's got more of a shorn face. Oh, I a can't, freshly I can't. shorn face. But it might make the whiskers glisten. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
your mustache. <laughs> All right. So Scott says, two years ago, this UF team was in a similar situation going into our game in the swamp. Mm. All eligibility and all that. Jeff, I believe you said that the Gators' pregame shenanigans seem to shook us and motivate them a little bit. Is this year's team mentally tough enough to rise above any of these mind games that desperate Gator team may try? Well, I would hope so. This is as veteran a group as you're going to yeah. have going down there, and you learned from it two years ago. And all the way, by the way, Miami tried to taunt you into nonsense too. That's uh, exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Is you had a great example two weeks ago. Where Miami and his, I love the fact that they got some personal foul stupidity yeah. in their loss the other day because well, it cost them. That hail mary would have been yes. in the end zone if they hadn't been backed up because of their personal fouls. And a lot of it's crap that should have happened the week before. They yes. should have been called for. You walk up to a quarterback and snatch his necklace off right in front of a referee. That was Nothing bizarre. At all. I mean, there was cheap shots after play after cheap shot after play trying to bait FSU into into fights, and they never. And I'll give Florida State credit. On the one hand, I'm kind of like some point, somebody needs to take 20 out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Could have busted that ass. But you also give him credit for not but taking the bait. But, yeah, two years Ira, ago, that is exactly what happened in that game two years ago. It's they so definitely... funny you bring this up because I am not above this. I am below this. I am not a principled <laughs> man in this way. I will try to hurt somebody mm-hmm. in a game of football, especially if they cross that line, and they are habitual line steppers. And my point was if you don't give up that stupid touchdown where Knowles closes his eyes and dives into the stands for no reason, if you don't do that and you have a two-touchdown lead, you could have exacted your revenge in the waning moments of that game. But because yeah. because it became a seven-point game, you really couldn't do it. And I was actually really bothered by that because I'm taking knees. We're not yeah. doing that nonsense. Man, that guy you're not talking it. about the knees they should have taken against Georgia Tech. No, you're talking about you're taking out. I'm taking somebody's getting taken out. That was there was a bunch of nonsense that wasn't called. There was even an obvious one that they reviewed that was clearly targeting. I don't even believe in targeting. It was targeting Um, until I saw the pit. BC game. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was the all time. That's that the greatest was, target ever. ever now, that should have been ejected for the entire year. Like, yeah. if, if you and get ejected, next year, Corey, that's and what I'm year. saying. You're ejected from the sport. It, uh, looked, it looked like he was trying to hit a header into in, in <laughs> soccer. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. I've Speaking never of seen that, me. though, uh, about this, about that very topic, Atkins, Alex Atkins had a really good comment about he was playing at the swamp was brought up and he's like, yeah, you know, a lot of these guys have been there before. And he goes, I thought last time we were there, we got too over emotional with some of the stuff they were did. Florida was having a bad season. Then they were going through a coaching change and we got over emotional and he goes, and that we were just getting, uh, we were just trying to be bowl eligible. He goes, I like these problems a lot better than those problems from two years ago, which was funny. Like he's, he's like, I like living in this world where we're, we're hoping to get to 12 and 0 as opposed to being bowl eligible. Row 99 writes, uh, or row 999 writes, good afternoon, gentlemen, and Corey. Quarter one, if FFSU finishes the season undefeated, will Corey give us a hearty hour number two? Question number two, thoughts how quick um, thoughts on how quickly Elko could right the ship in Miami if that were to occur. I think he'd turn Miami around in two seasons. Well, he's not going to Miami, so don't worry about it. Uh, and then as far as that hearty hour number two, Corey, your answer to that? For undefeated, like no, because I'm doing Seminole Wind. Maybe if they get, if they get to New Orleans, I'll do. I feel like that that warrants one if they make the playoff, right? Don't you guys think that warrants yeah. power number two? I, I agree. So, but it has to be New Orleans. Otherwise, I'm going to be too upset about having to fly that I don't know I can give my full weight behind it. But yeah, if they go to New Orleans for the playoff game for the playoffs, that's an hour number two waiting to happen. 
Perfect. By the way, uh, Noel Tidy wants to know if you've ever considered stuffing your bird with registered sausage. Because, a, because he is. Oh, is he? All right. Well, he's cons- what? he said he's considering. He uh, wants to know if oh. we've ever considered. No, no, I have. It's a good. It's a. Good it's a good consider consideration, now. especially. You know what, man? I'm gonna talk to Kim. Well, registers in some stovetop in that bird. And don't even I cook mean, it. Don't ruin it with the stovetop. Stovetop. God dog it, man. Stovetop's gross. But just raw. Ever and try made. it with the raw sausage too, like raw dog it. Raw dog your turkey with some registered sausage. I think we figured out a new motto, gang. Ben, can you, can I'm you, throwing out. Can you turn off his mic? It's about to be goodbye. He's trying to get run. <laughs> he's complaining about balls and strikes. This is what yeah. he's doing. He wants to. He wants to go to the showers. You would you take a, a guaranteed? Would you take a guaranteed win in one of the next two games? That would mean a win over your rival or an ACC championship. Or would you risk it all and say you got to play both with no knowledge of the outcome? Win them both. They're going to win them both. No win them both. Yeah, I'm so confident, guys. I'm yeah. bullish. I'm bullish on these Noles. Well, I'm risk it. I would risk it. I'm not going to just take the one win. No, no. I think they can win both these games. I'm this, not Jeff? saying they will, but they could easily. Yes. What if you could only win one of the next two? So Tom and I talked about this today, and this is a tough. It's a, yeah, on Monday. You're right. Yeah, okay. On Monday, everybody. <laughs> it's a. This is a tough thing, man. I never want to lose to Florida, of course. But it would somewhat be understandable. You do want to win the ACC championship yeah, and take it back. We told we told everybody before the year you wanted to. I I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I'd take the win over Louisville and in, in the loss to Florida. I also uh, think it could be a really cool moment if they beat Louisville and up on that stage, Jordan Travis is there. I assume he'd be there at that game. You'd get to cheer for him one last time. They're not going to have a podium up in the middle of the swamp if Tate Rodemaker wins to go 12 and 0. So I I don't know. I think you but think about it from the other way. You're yeah. giving them the ability the to think that they ruined your season. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, they know yeah. they didn't because they know that we would have beat them by 50 if Jordan Travis played. Man, come on. Mm, they can say that. that. I'd be like, good, you went six and six. Good job. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, you got yeah. to go to a bowl. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. tough. It's I mean, tough. like, either way, you're not going to the playoff. And that ACC, no, your, your what, 16th ACC championship, is that big of a deal? It's been a minute. It's Whatever. been a minute. I'm not tired of these ACC be, pitches. It's be, time. Beat be Florida, and uh, at least you have that going for you. Probably right. That's probably the right answer. Yeah. I, right. I, listen, I know what the right answer is if I walk into the stadium. If I walk into the stadium and, and I see the clash of colors and I know and I'm reminded of yesteryear, yeah, I know all the I'm, – I'm thinking yeah. about this conversation going, what's wrong with you, Jeff? That's yeah. what's happening to me when I walk in the stadium. But as we sit here this evening, a little bit of downtrodden is still lingering from what happened Saturday night. I'm kind of like, I want to win that conference championship, man. Yeah. I, I just want a title. I just want a ring. I, my, I want my damn title. <laughs> I said all year long I was trying to taunt those people at the ACC meetings. Yeah. You can hate us all you want, but we're your only hope. We're your only hope. Highest rated, best overall. Everything about us is greater than anything in this damn conference. Yep, yep, but, yep. But still, you want to win it, the Swamp. They're going to win them both. Tate's going to be the man. Tate's going to win I, four in a row. Hey, Ben, I want to say happy Thanksgiving to you. Corey and Ira, happy Thanksgiving to you boys. Eat some hey, pie, people. Eat some pie. Yeah, get a lot of pie over the long holiday weekend and do all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Until uh, next week, uh, be well, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving and peace.